Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. It's hard to believe we're on podcast number 202 and we're on Psalm number 22. That's a lot of twos for one night. Mm -hmm. Uh, With me is my co-host, my friend, Stephanie Wesco. Uh, Stephanie, what's going on with you? Doug, you know, after driving for about 13 hours, so so that that about says it all. So just to catch everybody up, we are sitting in Pensacola. Actually, we're in something called containment or something like that. I don't Cantonment, know. I think. Cantonment, cantonment, it doesn't matter. We're <laughs> somewhere in Florida that's about uh, a few miles down the road from Pensacola, right under the bridge down here. So we're very close. Yes. We're very close to Pensacola. So it's safe to say we're in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, we're here with our families. Well, actually, Stephanie has her two oldest boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we love going over to Christian College and ministering this week, and uh, we're going to be doing that through uh, recruiting for Wounded Spirits Ministries. We're so excited about that, and and uh, then Missionary Prayer Band on Monday night. So, so you drove 13 hours today, and you yes. just got here an hour ago. And, and and what do I make you do when you get here? Well, um, sit in the living room and do podcasts because you know. Oh. Well, and I got to be upfront with some of you, some of my peeps out there. So as I'm asking these questions, I'm watching somebody do text messages. On I'm trying phone. to catch up all at once. You know, this is called multitasking. Uh, so, uh, so I, I just got to be upfront with you. So if it seems like I'm asking a little more questions than usual, it's because you're trying to get me back on track. I'm trying. I'm trying to get her back on track. But uh, That's so take a so lot bad of news for you folks, or good news, <laughs> however you want to look at it. Great news and then bad news. The great news is. We're just so uh, Stephanie and I, uh, our families are working full time with the Wounded Spirits Ministries. Is that the greatest blessing from God you've ever heard, Stephanie? It's pretty exciting. So we get to work with these peeps full time. Yeah. This is what we do now. This mm-hmm. is this is. So we're talking camps. We're talking military men and women, cops. We're talking people with PTSD. Doesn't matter where you're from, where you got your PTSD from. We're here for you. Yeah. And uh, so we're pretty excited about that. And so, so that was the great news. So here's the not so great news. So the not so great news is Captain Thor, uh, the dog Thor, the royal golden King retriever. Thor. That's his official name on his AKC paperwork. You told me it was Captain. Well, that's what the boys had said until Uncle Doug came. And then they thought King sounded better. So it's I King I said Thor. King. I know you did. So that's what they named him. I influenced King, King. You did. See, that's really good news there. So, so, so King Thor. Named him officially so King the Royal Thor. Golden Retriever. We can't spend too much time on this because the peeps, we need, we need Psalm 22. But this is important. Thor does not have a wife dog yet. He so if not. you have a full-bred female Golden Retriever, a year old or less, you need to contact us as long as it's not <laughs> one of those dark red ones. It's got to look like a regular Goldie. We want to hook them up. We want to have puppies forever. So... Uh, so catch us up on your family. What's going on with your family? Well, the kids are at mommy, my mom and dad's house, grandma and grandpa's, and they're having a blast. So, uh, yeah, so they weren't the kids, very except happy. for the two oldest them. kids, the two oldest kids are down here. Right. And along with the Hicks, we love the Hicks. Yep. Uh, why do we love the Hicks so much? What is it about the Hicks? 
Where, you know, everything about the Hicks is awesome. I can't think of one thing, one reason to not like them. They're just amazing people. They are amazing people. So that being said, we are Hickson, Lesko's, Carragher's. <laughs> We're all together in this Airbnb in Pensacola, Florida. We're on Psalm number 22. Uh, we're thrilled to have you folks here. We're thrilled. We're blessed. We're blessed that we get to do this podcast with you. Thank you for all of us who write us, who help out with the podcast. Remember us uh, in your prayers and as we remember you. And now there's a couple folks who are listening to this podcast who were trying to get a hold of us in the middle of some craziness last week. Uh, somehow the Hope for Wounded Spirits Facebook page got deleted. Mm-hmm. So how yeah. did we fix that? So we created a new one. We created a new one. So if you go out there and not hope, help. Help for Wounded Spirits. Help for yep. Wounded Spirits Facebook page. So go out there right away. If you're not signed up, sign up on the Help for Wounded Spirits Facebook page. There's updates going out there. There's verses going out there. There's where we're going to be, what we're talking about, what's going on, what psalm we're on, what uh, just you want to pay attention to it. And uh, so we were coming through Psalm 22 with you yesterday. And, and as we went through Psalm 22, we saw a lot of things. We saw a picture of Christ. We, we saw a picture of what yeah. he was going to go through on the cross. It, it talked about nailing his hands and his feet. It talked about, and it also talked about having a bull come after you and like a lion. And it, mm -hmm. it, it led the, it, it talked about different animals and having dogs compass about, you, you ever been around any wicked dogs that want to bite you? We had a wicked dog. Yeah, yeah. our first dog as a married couple no, Thor was is a not wicked, a wicked dog. dog. No, this dog's name was Ginger. Yeah. That dog was evil. Was it a red dog? It was a mutt. Yeah, yeah. It was a bad, it was a bad situation. You should have just taken him out to the edge of the property. You well, know. yeah. He got taken to a shelter and I don't know what happened to him. I hope it turned out all right for him. Maybe, you know, It was know, actually her. Her. Well, I've gone with male dogs. Ginger, since. the movie star, the professor in Marianne. No, we named it. We named her Ginger. Do you even know what coloring. I'm talking about no. when I say Ginger? Okay, all right. No. See, this is a human being that was not stained and ruined and in bondage by television shows like uh, I was. But anyway, there was a TV show called Gilligan's Island. The professor oh. and Marianne. Anyway, so there was the skipper. There was Gilligan. There was the I know thirst. This, I know the classic the story. How do you know the story if you didn't watch the show? See, I don't... I'm thinking of the wrong one. Dick, you're dealing with someone who slept four hours last night. Okay. I did not see the show, All right. All right. but I think I've heard of the story. Okay. All right. Hey, this is really important. So we want to say this to you. So during, during this whole COVID time, and uh, so I read the American Medical Association. I'm trying to nail down these numbers, but it looks real. I'm trying to get a few more. Uh, it looks like about 20% of our population so if, if there's 10 of you in any given group, about two of you are dealing with uh, PTSD right now actively. Whereas a year ago at this time, we were being told that 4% of the population at any given time was dealing with PTSD. And so there, you know, there are people, preachers, people with PTSD, there are people listening to us right now. This is real folks, help yeah. out your friends. Yeah. Help out your buds. I mean, you got, you got to do what you got to do, but we need to help each other along. Mm -hmm. And uh, God's word is powerful. It's all powerful. It's the only thing that comes with the author. The Holy Spirit of God rests in our souls, those of us who accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And friends, can I tell you, if you're not saved, that can change your entire trajectory. Mm -hmm. It can change or trajectory. It can change your entire life. 
it can, and, and I mean, you need that. So anyway, we're on Psalm 22 and verse 22. So we did half. We talked about the animal. We talked about, it was almost like a prayer. It was almost up to this point where, where David was begging and David was pleading and David was looking for deliverance. And boy, this whole world needs deliverance right now. As we're doing this podcast, there's a million and a half people or something like that in D.C. with President Trump. There's voting going on. Now, the votings are all done. There's counting. There's this. There's that. There's craziness going on. But you know who this isn't surprising? That's God. Mm-hmm. That's God. So I'm going to start in 21, even though we're starting on 22, if that makes sense. I'm going back to 21, especially the second half of it. But it says in 21, save me from the lion's mouth. For thou hast heard me from the horns uh, of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. Ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye, the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him, all the seed of Israel. For he hath not despised, not abhorred. Which, boy, that's a tough word. Abhorred. 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 What's that? Abhorred. Abhorred. Mm-hmm. So when you weren't watching Gilligan's Island, you were learning how to say words. Yeah. So you get a silver star for today. <laughs> uh, so well, where I'm am I back at? I'm at for he had not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, neither have he hid thy face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard, my praise shall be of thee in the great congregation. Now, what is the great congregation? What do you think of when you hear that term, the great congregation? It's like the whole, I think of the people assembled at the temple or the tabernacle to worship God. Me too. And praising God. Mm-hmm. Praising God there. And uh, I will pay my vows before them that fear him. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All they that be fat upon the earth shall eat and worship. All they that go down to the dust shall bow before him, and none can keep alive his own soul." A seed shall serve him. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto the people and shall be born he that hath done this. Man, there's a lot going on in the second half of 22. Mm. What are you thinking? As soon as we're reading through 22, uh, we went from the animals eating you and all that stuff and praying for deliverance and shouting out and, and talking about Christ and what he went through his crucifixion. And now all of a sudden we're in this place and uh, he's talking about, you know, testifying of him in the great congregations and stuff. I mean, what are you thinking when you see that? I think it's David is bringing, he's praising God in a lot of these verses for who God is. And um, verse 24 is really precious. David says, for he hath not despised, nor poured the affliction of the afflicted, neither hath he hid his face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard. And you know, folks, if you're not hearing anything from the God, it might it, from God, it might be time to cry out to him. Well, and I think it's there's times when God seems silent. There's a lot of times when God sees silent. But this. So verse, how do how do we stop God from seeming silent? I don't know. 
you see? Why are you asking me that I, question? I think it's right here, and I think it's right here in God's word. And uh, hid his face from him, but when he cried unto him, he heard. You know, sometimes when we talked about in last podcast, we talked about how we're in when we're in that deep dark pit, when the world can't satisfy our problems, when the world doesn't have a solution, when the world's not the answer, when the doctor's not the answer, when your neighbor's not the answer, when the politicians aren't the answer, when you get to that place where it's just about you and God and you're crying out and people are messing you over. We've been messed over, right? You've been messed over a lot. I mean, you're you're uh, uh, this great widow woman, uh, missionary martyr's wife. Uh, and people mess over you, and they mess over me. I mean, we're probably two of the nicest people on God's green earth, and they mess over us. So, and the people listen to us on the podcast are probably nicer than we are. So people have been messed with. So I think yeah. the answer here is cry out to God, friends. And anyway, you can go back, Stephanie. I'm sorry. Well, I, I was just... going to, there's, crying out to God is always worth it. And I think that's the comfort of this verse because, you know, when I think, it, I think of what Job went through, yeah. God was hearing Job crying out, but God was silent for a very long time. You know, when, when we were and in that study for there's Job. There's that faith element that yeah. sometimes I don't think, I know in my life there has been many times when it didn't seem there was a solution. God just was quiet. And but you know, when we were in that study for Job, mm -hmm. it filled in all those blanks. Well, God's still God, so we still have to trust Him. No, but it filled in a lot of those blanks for me that weren't making sense before that. Mm. So as we studied the book of Job, and I don't, I don't remember what those podcasts were. Do you remember what those podcasts? Uh, I don't remember what numbers, is, but oh. there's ones before these, right? Yeah, Yeah, because we went from Job to Psalm. That, yeah. uh, and so this is what I learned from the book of Job. So this is what I learned that you learned, that we learned, that we all learned. Uh, I think, I think every person that has ever thought God is silent can find a whole lot of information for them in the book of Job. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And Most I think definitely. in the book of Psalms. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think, I think right here uh, as we're going along, and, and, and I, I don't know, I guess, I guess this is what I'm trying to say, friends, when, when we were looking at that verse number 24, all of a sudden we got to this place where I was thinking about uh, that, listen, it doesn't matter whether it was 4,000 years ago or it's 2020 or whenever it is, the, the solution here is still the same. It's not media. It's not, it's not Most calling definitely. some, it's, it's, it's not your neighbor. It's not the group. It's not the way the group is going. It's yeah. that individual crying out. Well, and, yeah, and I think um, a verse that, corresponds with this and I don't ask me for the reference because I'm horrible with references but the verse where where David said that the Lord's um that his ears are open to the prayers of the righteous but his face is against those that do evil and in this verse he talks about that he doesn't hide his face yeah. from from those that are afflicted and it just goes back to that thing over in Chronicles in second Chronicles mm -hmm. You know, going back to that Second Chronicles seven fourteen, that great verse. If my people. Well, and there's the. I think Jesus and you know in the Sermon on the Mount said, 
ask and ye shall receive, you know, ask and it shall be given, you seek and ye shall find. Yeah. Knock and the door shall be open. So I think there's, this is just, I don't know, this verse is just an encouragement to me because. It is encouraging. Because the devil is always there to say, at least to me, he's not listening to your prayers. He doesn't even care what happens to you. Well, and, and, and you know what I like, I, and, and we talked about it a little bit, the great congregation. And when, you know, whenever I remember, and I always say this, and I shouldn't say this, I remember when I was in Bible college, seminary, whatever, but it, the you notice it became great in the New Testament when the Jews joined the, uh, when everybody got together. Mm-hmm. Everybody mixed together and just served God. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a responsibility, you know, as, as human beings that are called by God or are saved by God, I think we have a responsibility to be part of the great congregation. This is everybody who believes in Christ. This is, it doesn't matter what your background yeah. is, where you come, you get to be part of the great congregation. Mm-hmm. You get to be part of all those things that go together. You get to be part of something that's bigger, uh, something that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so I, th- I think that's really important. And then we start talking about this, this great kingdom here and starting in verse number 26. And, and uh, I was looking at 26 and, and, you know, it says the meek shall eat and be satisfied. Uh, and then it goes on to say, they shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. So it's, I don't care who you are, you know, um, I don't care if you're meek. I don't care if you're shy. I don't care. You're going to be eating well. You're going to be satisfied and you're going to be praising the Lord. That's, that's the place we need to be. Mm-hmm. David's saying that's where, that's where I'm getting right now. And that's the place. And all the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord. And all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. And, you know, whenever it talks about nations, it's really talking about people groups, which yep. is pretty much nations anyway. We know mm-hmm. that, right? You got, you got different people groups and, and different things like that. And, uh, and then for the kingdom is the Lord's and he is the governor among the nations. We forget that God is above all. You know, we're in the middle of this presidential, the Senate, the Congress, all these different things. Who's got this seat? Who's got that seat? What in the world's going on? Um, but I'll tell you the real thing, you know, do you ever think, Stephanie, have you, have you taken a minute since this election and said, you know, maybe God is trying to get his people, his church to get on their knees and get right with him? many times over and I think um, this verse is powerful because the bottom line that this leaves me with the comfort of is that when I pray to the to my God in heaven yeah I'm not praying to someone who can influence it I'm praying to the God who can change the course of history you're praying to the God that can save souls you're praying like exactly what you're saying one person can change the course of history if God ordains that person or, or yep. God saves and changes Well, I mean, life. one person's prayer can change the course of history. Yeah. Because you're not praying to a God, you're praying to the God who's in control. Yeah, and, and you know, this goes back, remember God promising Abraham that his descendants. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and boy, uh, you know, when, when God promises something like that, and uh, He's coming again. And then, and then I, I, I messed up here in 30 and 31. I want to get your take on this. So it said, a seed shall serve him. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, that he hath done this. And talking about, 
you know, people who are going to be born, that Christ is going to be there, that this whole, this whole promise, this whole thing. And I mean, that's some pretty cool news. Mm-hmm. It's the blessings of atonement. You know, it's mm-hmm. the blessings of having a great God. It's the blessings of knowing that, you know, we're in a temporary type thing. And, uh, but the generations, you know, one prayer can change eternity. Mm-hmm. One life, uh, I, I mean, one person saved. So I've told you, I've told this story. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but I know I've said this to Stephanie. So there was a missionary many years ago. His name was Maximilian Culprit during World War II. It seems weird that that was many years ago, but in, in, in relation right now, it's 2020. That ended in 1945. Uh, so it's 75 years ago. But Maximilian Culprit in 1940, 1940 was taken out of Warsaw. So the people of Warsaw were being rounded mm-hmm. up and thrown in a concentration camp. Yeah. Uh, and so they threw him into a... So he was a missionary to the, to the Jews in Warsaw trying to win them with the gospel of Christ. And, uh, uh, and so they took Maximilian Culprit. They threw him in a... They threw him and they said, you don't have to go, preacher. You're a Christian. You can stay here in Warsaw and enjoy the spoils. Uh, and he said, no, those are my people. Those are the people I've got to reach. And he went with them and he actually took the place. So every day they'd play Russian roulette with a, a 45 uh, uh, and they would, you know, swing the barrel of the 45 around. And uh, as they swung the, sw- would put the barrel around, they'd pull a trigger. They played Russian roulette. And this man got called out of family, all his kids. They called him to the front and he kept on trying to tell these Jewish people, you don't understand, Christ is your substitution. He's your propitiation. He's, he's everything you need. He's all you need. He's redeemed you. He's given you everything you need. And that day they called this father up who had this big family, who had all these people. And the, the preacher raised his hand and said, can I take his place? And he went forward. And when he went forward, they threw the barrel of that weapon around and they pulled the trigger and it killed that preacher up there. And that man standing in there and a lot of those Jewish people said, I get it. Christ came and took the bullet for us. Christ came and took the cross for us. Christ came and took away our sin. And that family, this is the generations they're talking about. This is the seed that they're talking about. This is the difference that you brethren can make out there leading people to the Lord. That family has had four or five U.S. senators. They own hundreds of car dealerships. They came back to America. They lived through that time. And, uh, and, and that's what it's all about. I mean, is the future generations, a prayer can change the entire world. Your life can change the, uh, the entire world. Uh, you know, I was talking to a lady the other day on the phone. I was calling the pastor and uh, uh, his wife picked up the phone and, and she was updating me that she had just sat down with a young lady at Panera Bread of all places, a little restaurant. And she, she told the lady she would meet her and buy her, you know, a lunch or breakfast or whatever. And they sat there and had the coffee in their sandwich. And she said the lady got gloriously saved. Mm. And I was thinking about the impact that the life of Christ and the life of this lady in the gospel of Christ that just had. Mm-hmm. Think about the impact of that. Yeah. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on this? Oh, I think 30 and 31 are beautiful. Um, For anyone who's serving the Lord um, and the impact, you know. Take heart, yeah. Yeah, when I think of my my grandparents and, you know, they lived pagan. You know, they were drinkers. They were partiers. um, 
they wouldn't have even qualified themselves as Christians in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And because a couple was willing to reach out to them and have them into their home for meals and just show them the love of Christ and start witnessing to them, my grandparents got saved. Yeah. And... Um, We're in the ministry many years. Yeah. And when I think of, you know, the fact I'm third generation from that and then my kids, you know, it's the impact that that couple had on hundreds of lives now because they were willing to go out of their comfort zone and maybe do things that weren't convenient and have strangers into their home. They were willing to make a difference and have compassion. Yeah. And, um, you know, I pray our family will have that impact on people because that's why we're here. And the whole purpose is that um, verse 31 says, they shall come and declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, that he hath done this. And just that, that the end goal is that we make an eternal difference, a lasting difference in lives for, for God's glory. Do me a favor. Turn, while you're thinking about that, turn to 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. So, so the reason I'm asking Stephanie to do that is because she was so much quicker at navigating her Bible than I am. And, I am uh, not. And, uh, but anyway, uh, what she just said, now think about this, peeps. This is, this is important stuff right here, my friends. The life that you take the time to share the gospel with, the life that you take the time to take to Panera Bread or whatever your local place is or to invite over your house and, and uh, that life, your grandparents were completely changed. Mm-hmm. And they completely changed hundreds of lives. God used them because they shared the gospel and God saves, God changes, I get that. But God uses us. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he could use angels, he uses us. And So would you read that for us, sister? Sure. Yeah. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Yeah, so we, we got to be faithful. We got to be willing to teach others. We got to go out there. So listen, ladies, listen, gentlemen, we have an opportunity in the midst of this PTSD junk, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of bad things, maybe pay it forward. Maybe, you know, I, I told you and you've said this a hundred times that, you know, part of your healing, uh, part of that healing, part of making a difference, part of doing something great um, was helping others. And, and I think that pertains to all of us listening today. Help somebody. Call them on the phone. Check on people. Uh, get a cup of coffee with them. I don't know. Just do something awesome like that. Awesomeness always changes lives. And uh, when you share the gospel of Jesus Christ, you're sharing the gospel of eternity. Mm-hmm. You're sharing a gospel message that changes everything. Anything you want to say on the way out, Stephanie? Just, I think David's, the, the message of this psalm is powerful and that David starts out in despair and he ends the chapter with praising God and hope of bringing glory to God. And um, I think it's just important to keep in mind we're going to have those low spots. David had the low spots, but coming back full circle to who God is to us makes the difference. Coming back full circle, knowing who God is to us. Christ did everything he had to do on the cross for us. When he said those words, it is finished. And he gave up the ghost and he went up at the right hand of God, came back, resurrected. All that stuff went on. I mean, the timetable wasn't immediate, but you know what I'm saying. 
Christ died for you, friends. He died for you. Hey, listen, we, we love you guys. We appreciate this opportunity. Would you take a minute and listen to this very important message? Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.